Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 9 this morning is where we're at as we go through the Bible verse by verse, and we're in the message titled, Power. It's my opinion that we do not have because we do not ask. We do not have because we don't go. And oftentimes we, we live powerless Christian lives because we just don't expect God to do anything. But these guys who had been doing and they had been going, then they were persecuted for it. They still went back and they prayed and they said, God, don't let this get us down. Fill us with boldness. And notice what they prayed that signs and wonders would be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And that's what they were expecting. They expected God to do great things as they went out and preached the gospel, as they went out and told about him. You know, I think often we think it's up to us to have the right arguments. You know, we binge Jay Warner Wallace. We binge, you know, Lee Strobel. And we're like, we got to have the answers. And we go out and we think that we can just answer their questions and they'll magically have sanctified reasoning. And then all of a sudden they'll believe. But do you realize that it always takes the power of the Holy Spirit? And when God moves and God changes somebody's life and He reaches within them and maybe heals them of a disease or heals something in their life or they see somebody healed, when they see that, it opens their heart and the Holy Spirit speaks to them and draws them into His presence. And so these guys, as they go out, They're trusting God for great things. And so what about you and me? Well, remember Acts chapter 1, he says, you know, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world when you receive the Holy Spirit. That's when you're able to be my witness. Well, what about us? Well, Peter in Acts chapter 2, if if you've ever read his sermon there, you remember that he said that this promise of the Holy Spirit is to you, to the people he's talking to, and to your children, and to all those who are far off, and as many as will call on the name of the Lord, it is a promise to us to have that power to do things, greater things even, than he did, if we'll just believe. And you just have to pick up a few missionary biographies. You know, read about that, that guy in, in South Africa, just blanked his name, had it, Agnes Buckman. Agnes Buckman, who believed Jesus for great things, and like from the very beginning, he was just on fire for the Lord, raised his servant girl from the dead when she died. And God would do amazing things through his life. Faith Like Potatoes is the name of the book. He would grow potatoes in a drought year, and God would give him a, a huge crop. You know, God working through, and he did it as an experiment to show people that we can trust God. And that's what Jesus would tell them to do, too. He would send them out with this power. Well, how do we get, what about me? What about me? I don't feel like I have power. 
I don't feel like I have the Holy Spirit upon me. Well, remember in Acts chapter 2, they were praying in the upper room and the power of the Spirit came upon them. In Acts chapter 4, maybe they felt drained a little bit. They prayed again. The Holy Spirit fell upon them. What about you? Luke chapter 11. Remember, he's just asking you to receive, knock, and the door will be open to you. And he goes on to say, if you being evil give your children good things, how much more the Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? It's a promise to us, to our children, and to all those who are far off, as many as the Lord God will call, is the promise of the power of the Holy Spirit that works within the believer to do the impossible. You see, we make a mistake when we think that we're going to go out and witness to people and that somehow we're going to convince people. Because you never can convince anybody. I mean, and if you can convince them, then somebody else can convince them out of it. But if they are born again of the Spirit, it's a whole different game, isn't it? And so it's the work of God. And so how does he send them out? Verse 3, it says, And he said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither staffs nor bag nor bread nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. He basically could have said, don't take anything with you. <laughs> but he kind of he breaks it down for them. Don't take any food. Don't take any money. Don't take any staff. Don't take an extra change of clothes. Just go. And, and this, he's basically telling them, you know, God is all you need. You guys, you guys have probably read the story. Hopefully you've read the stories. Maybe even, you know, the Heroes of the Faith book, at least, of George Mueller, Right? George Mueller Bristol, the guy who opened up the orphanages, he had five huge orphan houses, hundreds of beds in each house, hundreds of beds in each houses, and and it, it it would cost millions of dollars a year to feed and clothe all those kids and take care of them. Do you know why he opened those orphanage houses? Do you know why he did it? Huge orphan problem? Yeah, that was that, but that wasn't why. Because he loved kids? Yeah, he did, but that wasn't why. You know why he did it? He did it because he saw in his church, and he was a pastor, George Mueller was a pastor, and he saw in his church, people don't trust God. They don't believe in God. They don't believe God will do things in their lives. They don't believe that God provides. They don't believe, they don't live by faith. They're just living by their paycheck. They're just living by their own work. And he said, so I'm going to open some orphan houses and we're not going to ask anybody for any money. We're not going to tell of any of our needs. We're not going to publish anything that is needed at all. And we're going to pray that God would give us a house. And then we're going to pray that God would give us staff. And so he did. They started praying, him and his wife, just started praying for a house. And the Lord provided a house. And they started praying for staff. And the Lord, you know, people started approaching them. And, and people said, yeah, you know, I want to come. And they didn't give them any money. They had to pray for their own needs. And they couldn't. The, the rule was you couldn't tell anybody what your needs were. You just had to ask God to provide for you. And so the staff and the staff was funded and the, and the, the people were coming to the, the house and, and ready to work there, but they made a mistake. And he realized in the first mistake that George Mueller made was something really obvious because they just thought that orphans would show up and people would start signing up orphans, filling out applications for these kids who were left on the street. But they had no orphans. He said, oh, we forgot to pray for orphans. So they started to pray for orphans, and then the orphans started to come. And then as the orphans came, they started to pray for provision for those orphans because God is going to take care of the kids, isn't he? And he wanted, he wanted people to see so that only every year they published the results of all the things, all the answered prayers that God had done for the previous year so that the church would see, you know what, God does answer prayer and God does work miraculously. And it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing. 
you know, I always love to get my kids involved when it comes to prayer because I know that, you know, sometimes I have more faith for them than I have for me. I know that, you know, I feel like I deserve to be disappointed, but I know that God won't disappoint them. And so when my wife broke her guitar, I gathered the kids together. It was risky, right? It was risky because I, I was going to let them see supernatural or I was going to let them see God not come through, right? And so I gathered all my kids together and I said, hey guys, mom broke her guitar. It's my fault. I forgot to fix the chair. She was sitting in a chair and fell out, broke the guitar. I said, mom broke the guitar. We need to pray that God gives her a new guitar. And so we began to pray. And, 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 and I said, we want to pray that God gives her a guitar that's worthy of worshiping him. And within two weeks, $2,350 came in. It happened to be Veterans Day. We were able to buy the guitar that she had her eye on. She'd had her eye on for a while. And it was just a miraculous thing. We didn't tell anybody she broke her guitar. Somebody just knocked on her door and said, hey, the Lord told me to give you this money. And then it was a thousand bucks. And then another thousand bucks came the next day. And then we went and I did a funeral and the guy gave me 350 bucks for doing the funeral. And I was almost offended that he gave it to me because I was like, I didn't want you to give me any money for this. Lord told me to. And, and so, in short order, we had her new guitar. Same thing when my son, blood pouring out of his ears in extreme pain, his eardrum burst. Okay, kids, he went into the doctor. The doctor says it's 80-some percent gone or whatever she said. Okay, kids, let's pray. Jaron's eardrum's busted. This was just a couple months ago. And I guess it was mid, mid-summer. And, and we, we got the kids around him. We prayed for him. We went on vacation. <laughs> He was supposed to stay out of the water. You think he'd remember? Kids. But he, we got him back, and, and he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, Dad, I'm fine. No more bleeding, nothing, no more pain. We go back to the doctor, and I even got to look in there. Perfectly healed. Perfectly healed. A witness to my kids. So they, they've seen God's work. They've seen God can, God can do things. I love what they did at the WEC School of Evangelism. Years ago, Brother Andrew went there before he started his mission taking Bible smuggling Bibles into communist countries. But Brother Andrew was at this school in Glasgow called WEC School of Evangelism. And at the school, they actually did the same thing. Don't take anything with you. They, they would actually give them one pound, one British pound, and they would tell them, we want you to go to these cities... We want you to hold evangelistic meetings, rent halls if you need to rent halls, buy materials if you need to buy materials, buy refreshments if you need to buy refreshments, and hold evangelistic meetings for this amount of time. And then when you come back, we want you to, you have to pay back the pound. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.